Power Radio presents Out of the Fog. Join intuitive guide and spiritual teacher Karen Hager for lively, positive conversation with light workers, healers, and dynamic wisdom keepers. Get ready for inspiration and connection. This is Out of the Fog on Empower Radio. Here's your host, Karen Hager. Hello and welcome to Out of the Fog. I'm Karen Hager. Each week at this time, we gather for spiritual conversation with enlightening guests, and I'm glad you're here. When we are wounded, there are innate instincts for self-preservation, and they kick in as a survival strategy to keep us safe, to help keep us together. But when we stay in those patterns too long, it can lead to separation from our inner wisdom, from our intuition. Lisa Tahir is here today to reveal how the astrological placement of the minor planet Chiron in our chart can help identify our core wounds and the unconscious patterns that block our capacity to have empathy for ourselves and to forgive. Are you ready to meet her? Lisa Tahir is an author, psychotherapist, artist, and practitioner of psychoastrology. Her new book is The Chiron Effect, Healing Our Core Wounds Through Astrology, Empathy, and Self-Forgiveness. Lisa uses intuition, therapy, energy healing, meditation, Reiki healing, crystal healing, nutrition, sound frequencies, yoga, exercise, podcasting, yay, podcasting, writing and teaching to help people heal through all senses of the body. She's the host of the weekly podcast, All Things Therapy. And you can find out more about Lisa and her work at nolatherapy.com. Lisa, welcome to Out of the Fog. Karen, thank you so much for having me on your podcast. I'm delighted to be here. Oh, I'm glad you're here. Let's start by who is Chiron or what is Chiron? So some people might know of Chiron as one of the archetypes articulated by Carl Jung. He spoke about Chiron, C-H-I-R-O-N, as being the epitome of the wounded healer from Greek mythology. Chiron was a centaur, half man, half horse, and he was a member of the centaur class that were actually known for healing, for teaching the healing arts, botany, medicine, in Greek mythology. And Chiron himself was wounded by a poisonous arrow, the story goes, and was put in touch with the frailty and the pain of humanity. And he asked Zeus if Zeus would take his life so he could have immortality because he wasn't able to to deal with the pain he was feeling. So that's kind of the metaphysical story of Chiron. In astronomy, Chiron is a minor planet and a comet that was discovered in 1977 by Charles Cowell. Um, And Chiron has an unusual elliptical orbit between Saturn and Uranus. And as a psychotherapist, I've learned a bit about astrology in order to share with readers and listeners about our core wounding and how to heal this placement, it's called, in your astrological chart. Just like you have a sun sign, at your moon, you have a rising sign, there's Chiron in your birth chart. And so what does the, so identifying Chiron and, and that placement in our birth chart, what does that tell us? about our core wounds. How does that identify what our core wounds are? 
And I like your question. Another way for listeners to view this is if we look at our lives, we might have struggled in, say, a specific area with a pattern, um, with whether it's not believing in ourselves <laughs> and feeling not good enough. We might put other people first and not take good enough care of ourselves. We might feel cut off from having a sense of community. We might feel abandoned or neglected, and these feelings tend to come up reoccurringly. So that's what core wounding is. And I discovered 12 placements. Chiron is found in one of the 12 astrological signs like Aries, Taurus, Gemini, etc., all the way through Pisces. And then Chiron is also found in a house of the astrological chart. And a house reveals the area of your life that your core wounding, that your vulnerabilities tend to manifest, whether it's in the workplace or in intimate relationships or in your belief system about yourself, for example. Does that make sense? It does. And it's a really... I, so I feel, so for the work that I do, so I'm a professional intuitive and for the work that I do, I often hear people talk about, they talk around core wounds and sometimes we don't look at our core wounds because they seem scary or they seem like something we're not going to be able to get our arms around. We're not going to be able to understand. It'll be too big. It's going to overwhelm me. I can't do anything about it anyway. What I really like about what you're saying and about what I read in your book, the Chiron effect is that this gives us another way to kind of kind of step back a little bit and get extra perspective on those core wounds so that we can get information and through information comes awareness and through awareness we can start to heal. And so maybe finding Chiron where it is in our birth chart or or through our time of birth or where what house it's in in our chart might be less about hearing something scary about what a core wound is going to be, but instead something empowering that helps us know more and understand more about ourselves. You know, what you just said, Karen, is some is a summation of a quote I found from Carl Jung that I wanted to read to our listeners. It's It's exactly what you said. And Carl Jung said, If you find the psychic wound in an individual or a people, there you also find their path to consciousness. For it is in the healing of our psychic wounds that we come to know ourselves. And that was pretty profound. Wow. So guess who's channeling Carl Jung? Um, (laughs) It's me. Um, Yeah, for real. no, but it's it's powerful because it's in that awareness, and especially because we're in a time right now, Lisa, I think, where um, we're feeling extra sensitive. We feel like there's nothing we can do. We feel like our, some of our core wounds are being maybe triggered because of how difficult these times are. Having this extra awareness, being willing to look at the core. I think it's Jung who also said that you can't just imagine beings of light, that healing happens when we bring when we become conscious of our own darkness, isn't that? Yes, absolutely. Um, and, and so it's a time when as, as we feel that darkness rising, our light is brighter as we take a look at it. Mm. So I love this. So how can listeners find out the Chiron placement for them personally? Well, what, uh, can, may I say one more thing about oh, you can say 12, more, 12 more things, 
Thank you. Well, you know why I got excited about this, Karen, is because <laughs> as a psychotherapist, I've practiced for over 20 years. I've also been a client in therapy for about that same length of time. And in my own healing process, I noticed that I kept kind of rehashing some of the same traumatic memories and being put back in that cycle of pain, of remembering and abandonment, remembering being neglected at certain times as I was growing up. And, and I asked of myself, like, what's beyond this? You know, I want to tell a new story about who I'm becoming. And it's when I was meditating that I received the word Chiron. And I didn't really know who that was besides Carl Jung's wounded healer archetype. And I started Googling and researching. And that's when I found out how it's an astrological placement that really is so powerful for us to understand. Because when we know where we're vulnerable, we can be sensitive with ourselves. We can be more gentle in how we speak to ourselves, how we treat ourselves. And then we can develop the skills to, to boost ourselves in that area to heal, to change, and really focus with intention, put our attention with intention upon that area of vulnerability so that we can heal it and just become more of our whole selves available to life and to happiness and just being more powerful in creating our lives. Mm. And to be able to do that with compassion and presence yeah. and a, like gentle awareness returning to our power to look at that place instead of having the wound run the show, right? Going over and over it again and again. And what am I going to exactly. do? But to return again and again from that empowered place to look at what's going on. Yeah. yeah so, absolutely. so readers will discover when they start my book, I begin the book with creating the container for change to where you're going to cultivate a support system, someone that you can talk to as you need to during this process, getting a journal, lighting a candle, even maybe setting aside 15 minutes each day to read and reflect and write because I lead you through some of my life experiences that have brought me here and also ask you to look at yours and do some self-reflection and excavating. So it's like I'm walking you down the path to healing your own vulnerabilities and wounds so that you can do this, you know, on your own without having to necessarily be in therapy unless it is to heal some wounds that might be deeper than just mm -hmm. a survey of the book would do. So readers are going to start that process with me and there's an interactive portion of my website will, where they will enter as much information about their date of birth, time of birth and place of birth. And that will generate their Chiron in an astrological sign, an astrological house. And I encourage people to read the whole book, all of the placements of Chiron, because I have core wounding in one main area having to do with my value and worth. And that's a person we believe we have to work really hard to be loved. We might people please to try to be loved instead of standing up and speaking authentically to not make waves. And so I've been able to focus my energy on it's okay to speak my voice. It's okay to share my opinion. And instead of, instead of not to keep the peace. And I've been so much happier being able to share what I really think and believe and be received because people I think really do want to know our, our thoughts and feelings accurately. And so, though that's my main area, Chiron and Aries, value and worth, I've definitely experienced being neglected. I've experienced an abandonment, uh, core wounding in 
my personal independence. So I encourage people to read every chapter because it'll help you deal with when these things happen in your life and use the takeaway steps and affirmations to be able to move through them. And it's also insightful for the other people in our lives because none of us exist in a vacuum. And right. so, right, in knowing um, in knowing my, my areas, but also in my awareness of my wife's areas or my mm-hmm. coworkers' areas or my whoever that is, my father's areas, um, we can also get insight that helps us maybe do some healing in our relationships with those people as you're, well. You're so... Intention. Right on, Karen. It can help us have empathy with others, like you're saying, that we're close to and support each other in healing. That we know when our partner or our friend or our family member kind of slips up, we can really employ more kindness and understanding, knowing this is an area that they're, they need to develop some more musculature in, some more strength, some more skills. And so we can kind of help each other along with more compassion. You're listening to Out of the Fog, and I'm talking with Lisa Ta here. Her new book is The Chiron Effect, Healing Our Core Wounds Through Astrology, Empathy, and Self-Forgiveness. You can find out more information about Lisa and her work at nolatherapy.com. If you go to nolatherapy.com forward slash Chiron, C-H-I-R-O-N, go all the way down to the bottom of that page. There's a blue button there. You can click and enter your um, your birth date and time, if you know it, to get information about where, t- where uh, Chiron falls in your chart. There's also a, uh, another chart on that same page to let you know where your Chiron is based on your birth date. My Chiron is in Pisces, for example. Um, so Lisa, as listeners have this information, they've got the book, they're empowered to start to make these changes. What, how do we move from awareness of the core wound to really healing it. How do we start to do the work? It can be so difficult because those core wounds are things we can get kind of, it can get kind of rigid and encrusted in there. How do we start to unpack that? Sure. May I use some of your Chiron and Pisces as an example to see if, if this fits? Yes, only if they're good, but yes. Of course. Okay. <laughs> it's all good, yeah. Well, for, for your placement of Chiron and Pisces having to do with a core wounding and self-care and the immaterial world, what that means, and to give a figure that had her Chiron core wounding in Pisces is Mother Teresa, and we see how powerfully she transformed it by being a servant of the world. So she so successfully was able to learn how to balance caring for others and caring for herself. And we just know the joy that her life brought her by being of service. And I see you in a similar, in a similar way, Karen, that your podcast offering hope to listeners, your, your intuitive work as a healer that you've naturally through your profession been healing, um, you know, maybe putting others first at your own expense that like, I see you really co-creating with others in the universe, a way to be of service that also really fills up your love tank. And I wonder if that's true, if that feels true for you. Well, it does feel true. And I think for me, and I, and I think for a lot, for a lot of people who are called on that, uh, sort of called on that healer path. Um, it's true that for me, the one of the biggest struggling places has been that finding my f- mm, forgiving myself for the times when I don't care for myself well, yes. and also forgiving myself 
for all the times when I feel like I didn't do it right. One of the challenges with energy that runs the way my energy runs is that I always think maybe I could have done it better. Maybe I could have, if I, like if I'd tried harder, done it better or been more present. And so there is, I relate to what, what there is in the book about kind of forgiving yourself. That's an important part for me, for my own healing. And you're hitting on the core of my book, which is the healing part, the self-forgiveness, the empathy and compassion that you yourself taking the time to really talk to yourself in your self-talk, in your journaling about forgiving. I forgive me. I forgive myself for when I didn't care enough about my well-being and pushed through. You know, I, I think every day there's things we can forgive ourselves for. And just to really take time to be with the part of ourselves that's always speaking to us, that inner dialogue, and to help shift it, guide it, uplift it, to really always be loving and compassionate. And for me, that's an everyday process. It's like going to the gym to work out muscles. We're, we're training the muscles of our mind, of our spirituality to support us with messages. And for Chiron and Pisces, some of the affirmations are simply, I forgive myself. I love myself as I am. I am enough. And love opens all doors. And to really open those doors of love for yourself and to yourself and with yourself, really reminding you how beautiful and important you are each day and just taking time to feel in to just that total unconditional love that is present for you. Mm. As you're working with people and now including me on, on core wounds and as you are helping people and through your work gain insight into those core wounds. I'm getting the feeling that healing a core wound isn't something that happens once. Let me check it off the list and go on our merry way. Um, Is it something that we revisit over time? You know, I find that it is. And also what's exciting about that is whenever I revisit a moment where I have the choice, how am I going to respond and instead of react, that it's like an opportunity to practice how much more I love myself, how much more I'm valuing myself from a perspective of I am enough instead of for me that performance-based love Chiron and Aries like we just have to go out and do things we have to have achievements professionally and financially and that gets so exhausting and we're still left feeling depleted and not good enough so life is giving me so many opportunities to be reminded of responding differently and maybe doing less work than I would have in the past and allow things to come to me let the divine timing really take its course. So when I do choose to act, it's with less effort and with better results. And then instead I'll go say walk in the park or meditate. And so we start engaging with our lives differently as we embrace healing our core wounds, whenever they might come up. What is it you most want your readers to take from this book? There's a wealth of good stuff in here. Thank you, Karen. You know, that's a really good question. And my intention is really to offer a paradigm, offer a way for people to be happier. I think that we try to go about happiness in so many ways that that just leaves us unhappy and depleted and comparing ourselves. And so through my work, I really want people to learn to deeply love who they are right now. 
making peace with this present moment, knowing that we're reaching for more, but it's really perfect right where you are and who you are and just feeling into that with such certainty that I'm enough and it's coming and I'm loved by life. Because I think when we know how loved we are, we st- we're kinder people. You know, we do more things to be of value and service and just we're happier and we create more happiness. So just as we have natal charts as people, sometimes groups and countries and planets, there's also astrology that can be done for them. I wonder if you could say a little bit about Chiron placement, maybe in the any work that you've done looking at things beyond individuals. Absolutely, Karen. And for, for listeners, they can take the interactive website and enter the date that they created their business. I did that with Lisa Tahir with nolatherapy.com. I entered the date where I got my LLC and looked at a core wounding having to do with contracts. And I recently had an issue where I, I did slip up in negotiating a contract. And so I was like, wow, it's so helpful to know your business's area of vulnerability so that I can make it my business to really read every contract contract carefully. Don't sign it till I feel completely like I understand every point. So you can use it like that for the start of your business, your first date that you went on with your current (laughs) partner, or even the United States, the Declaration of Independence. When it was signed, Chiron was in Aries in the fourth house, having to do with core wounding and abandonment. And that might seem weird, the United States, the most powerful nation in the world, but we've, we've gone to the aid of so many other countries, but neglected and taking really good care of our own inhabitants, as we see now with having such a high murder rate and you know not good health care available for everyone, our school systems. So it's really interesting when you start looking at the Chiron in different organizations. We may have just been about to break the Internet as we all type in madly like our our birth dates, our children's birth dates, our boss's birth dates, the birth date of our company, the birth. Ooh, so much fun. Um, yeah. So <laughs> I know what I'm doing after the interview. I'm typing everything in um, to the site that again, that's at Lisa Ta here. Uh, sorry, at nolatherapy.com slash Chiron, C-H-I-R-O-N. Scroll all the way down to the bottom, hit that blue button and you'll scroll down again and you'll find a place to uh, enter that information and get all kinds of good stuff. Can you, we only have a couple minutes left together and I wonder if you can just say for a moment, I hear so many times from people who, mm, because this is a time when all the healers and light workers and way showers were really being asked to please step out of the shadows and bring our gifts and bring our light and be fully present. I hear so much from people who say, no one will believe me as a healer. No one will honor my gifts because I am not perfect myself, because I am not healed, because I am still growing. I wonder if you can speak into that a little bit. That's a beautiful question to end with. I do talk about that in my book about us in the healing profession, whatever way you might be doing that in your life and in your world, that to just, you know, spirit, the universe, whatever you believe uses us as we are. And we have a certain audience. We have a certain sphere of influence that the people that come to us want to work with us. They want to heal from us and with us. And so definitely step out and speak your voice authentically because you have attracted to yourself the right 
perfect people to hear you and work with you. So have confidence in that and, and great compassion. His, His Holiness, the 14th Dalai Lama, recently endorsed my book. And in the letter he sent me, he spoke about not being a student of astrology. But what he does know is that it is through compassion and forgiveness that we do heal. And he appreciated that about my work. So I just really want to leave listeners with learning to cultivate great compassion for themselves. Because in that way, you can really be compassionate to others. And when we're compassionate for ourselves and with others, it lets us open up to allow spirit to speak through us, work through us, infuse our lives when we are tightened around those core wounds, tightened around our own ideas about how we must be perfect or we must fulfill a a certain ideal, something we've got in our heads. That makes it really difficult to have that compassion. And that compassion, at least as I see it, is a key part of how we heal, how we grow, how we change. Yes. Well said. Lisa, where can people find your podcast before we go? They can find it on iTunes, everywhere podcasts are offered. It's called All Things Therapy. And at my website, NOLA Therapy, that you shared, there's a button to be able to listen to my podcast and subscribe. Thank you for that. Oh, yeah. Well, podcasts are important. And see, I think this is part of how the good people take over the world, don't you think? Through our podcasts and offerings and buttons to click. Um, Lisa, thank you for being on the program. Thank you, Karen. You're wonderful. (laughs) Thank you. Um, That is Lisa Tahir. Her new book is The Chiron Effect, Healing Our Core Wounds Through Astrology, Empathy, and Self-Forgiveness. You can find out more about Lisa and her work at nolatherapy.com. That's N-O-L-A therapy.com. Hit forward slash Chiron on that site, and you can find the place where you can uh, find out where Chiron is in your uh, birth chart and also through your birthday. Sorry, I'm not very good at astrology words, so I'm just saying that the best I can. It's all at nolatherapy.com forward slash Chiron. And of course, you're always welcome over at karenhager.com. It's a great place to find out about upcoming classes and events. You can even book a private session there if you're so inclined. And openpeacefulheart.com is a good place to check out if you're looking for guided meditations to stream anytime you're in the mood for something, but also to get information about the free monthly 15-minute guided meditation that my wife and I have put together so that people from around the world can come together to focus on creating peace in our hearts and peace in the world. We really do believe that when we do that, when like-minded people come together, when we focus, we can make change. And thank you for listening today. Together we are spreading a little more light in the world. And a little more light is always a good thing. Until next time, I'm wishing you peace. Peace.